Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Minimum unit pricing on alcohol will kick in tomorrow, which will affect the cost of alcohol you buy in off-licenses and shops and supermarkets. The government's decision has been welcomed by some, but not by all, I can tell you. Eunan McKinney is Head of Communications and Advocacy with Alcohol Action Ireland. And Roshi Nicklochlin is Students' Union President in NUI Galway, and they're both with me now. You're both very welcome uh, to the programme. Um, Eunan, can, can I start with you? Tomorrow's a good day, I would ass- uh, say, or I would assume, for Alcohol Action Ireland, but not for the consumers. Would you agree with that, I wonder? Well, I'd certainly agree it's a a good day. It's a reasonably historic day because I think for the first time in the history of the state, you know, the health interventions around alcohol have been viewed through the lens of public health and, you know, in the context of what we recognise to be the key drivers of demand for alcohol, uh, price is a central point in that. And what this endeavours to do is to try and ensure that the widespread availability of really cheap alcohol, which is ubiquitous across supermarkets and convenience stores, uh, w- will become something of the past. And but will know, it will it work, Union? Will it reduce consumption? I wonder. It will because it has done so in other countries. It's it's not something that the Irish government has thought up uh, on a whim. It is based on evidence-based research. Um, it's been implemented in in the provinces of Canada. It's been implemented in the Northern Territory in Australia. And what it does is it very much targets a particular group of drinkers. Um, and that's all it does. It, it, so it endeavours to try and, to use that phrase from behavioural economics, it tries to nudge people into a position where they will purchase less alcohol. Okay. And of course, and if who, we purchase less alcohol, we will use less alcohol. Okay, so before I come to Roisin, who does it target then specifically? People who drink too much too often, and that's what, that's sadly what a lot of people do in Ireland. Okay. Um, and so student, if we can bring about fall people, into that cohort. Oh yeah, well, well, sadly, young, a younger cohort of you know data would show that the eighteen to twenty-four year olds in Ireland still remain Europe's number one binge drinkers, and again, people would binge drink because of a mass availability okay. of cheap alcohol. Well, so let again, me come if, you, to, if let you tighten that loop a little bit, you have an opportunity for people to drink less. Let me come to Roisin McLaughlin. You're a Students' Union President in NUI Galway and apparently 18 to 24 year olds are Europe's number one category of drinkers. We may not like this, Roisin, but it's for our own good. Would you agree? Um, well, I understand that there are pros and cons to this, um, but I do believe that this is a regressive measure and it's not progressive. I mean, a flat tax of any kind will always disproportionately affect those at the lower end of the economic pyramid. And if we're talking about the 18 to 24 cohort, I mean, students across the island already experience financial instability. There are thousands of applications to college emergency hardship funds every single year. And pandemic surveys from the pandemic showed that it was that cohort and it was students that were the most impacted financially and mentally. Um, And I don't think that this increase, um, I don't think that this uh, measure, it won't mean that alcohol won't be bought. You know, we've seen how inelastic the demand for tobacco was and this didn't work with tobacco. It just means, like, I'm, I'm sure it might reduce consumption, but it just means that 
you know, in the shopping basket, the people that, you know, people that suffer with addiction will still buy alcohol. It just means that another essential item won't be in the basket, such as, you know, hygiene products or food or even antigen tests. You know, the government aren't subsidising antigen tests, but they can increase costs on alcohol. I just uh, think it's extreme. That's very interesting, Rosine. So you're basically saying, um, on behalf of students, that you're basically, the government is kicking students when they're financially and and mental health-wise down already. Is that right? Absolutely. Like, um, if young, what a time to be young in Ireland. The nightclubs are closed, COVID is rampant, the rents in Dublin and across Ireland are all time high. We have the highest education fees in Europe and now there's minimum unit pricing on alcohol. I just think it's, I think it's a shambles and I think that people should remember this um, on the next election. Like, this isn't going to, if the money on this, if the money, the profits from this increase in alcohol costs was going to be spent on campaigns to cut binge drinking or if it was going to fund rehabilitation services or mental health services in this country, which the government has brought to its knees for decades now, then I would understand. Or even, you know, student unions have been doing non-alcoholic events for years to promote, like, to reduce drinking. Mm -hmm. But it's not doing that. It's not funding community clubs. It's not funding activities that, you know, sports, nothing. But I suppose it's it's for your own health, really. Can I I get Eunan to respond to what you were saying there, what Roisin's saying? No country to be young in Ireland at the moment, Eunan. I agree, and I, I think it, the pandemic has been particularly difficult on young people. But just a couple of things just to highlight. One is that the Union Students of Ireland, now I don't know where NUIG is affiliated to the Union Students of Ireland, but they have been a leading advocate for minimum unit pricing for nearly a decade now. So the Student Union has recognised that this is, has a real benefit in the context of public health issues. And to take the point about tobacco, price plays a fundamental part in reducing tobacco use from 44% of the population to to what it is today, about 16 or 17%. And so price is a, is a fundamental part of the demand cycle. And so that's what this endeavours to do. It doesn't stop people from drinking. No, it of course it doesn't. Stop it, uh, from the point Roshan is making, to do uh, is to ensure is that we drink a little less. Yeah, but I mean, if we drink it, a little less, the, the we'll all Roisin, have better outcomes. The point Roshan is making, is not for me, Roshan, to put words in your mo- mouth, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is they don't have an awful lot of money, students. and They, they can barely get part-time jobs the way the pandemic has, has left the economy. Uh, and she's basically saying, give students a break of some sort. Yeah, but nobody's going to be worse off by drinking a little less alcohol, Cormac. I mean, the the whole endeavour, the whole, no, let me just finish the point. The whole endeavour of public health, trying to improve public health, is by trying to reduce alcohol sales. Now, there's a fundamental point in that, and that is that we have to drink less. That's Roisin. If we're going to to get those public health demands, that's the point. Yeah, um, just on that, I mean, you're saying, you know, that, you know, no one's going to be harmed by drinking less. I mean, that's, what about people that live with addiction? What is, there's no support from this. The profits are going to line the pockets of the supermarkets and large corporations. I mean, this, is, it just, this ties in with, for the last two years, the government's response to this entire pandemic has been more and more heavily influenced by the demands of capitalism and corporate greed at the expense of people's welfare. And it's the students and it's the working class families that are going to suffer. No one's going to suffer because they drink a little less. What they're going to do but is their public health, their health is going to improve. Their health is going to improve. No one is suggesting that minimum unit pricing is the silver bullet to ending alcohol dependency. So long as we have alcohol available as a psychoactive 
addictive substance, we're always going to be in a situation where people sadly become dependent on alcohol. I wonder, but we is can that... do something. We can do something about the thousand people who occupy beds in our public system today. And we can do something about the three people who are dying every day because, because of alcohol. Related can, can, harm. can I put that to Roisin? Um And the point you made, Roisin, that it, you said something like, and I'm paraphrasing, this, this won't make students drink less or not drink. It will mean fewer other items in the basket. Now, in a way, is this not an opportunity for students of that mindset to take a little audit of the way they drink? Perhaps it's perhaps if that is the approach they're taking, they need to to um, move away from alcohol a bit. Well, yeah, and like I said at the beginning, like I do, I do think there are pros to this, and I understand where it's coming from. There are health benefits, and there are all of that, but there's not like. Yes, like this, it could make them think, but the funding from it, if that's the case, if the aim is to make people think about it, why is the profits not going to a campaign then? Like, there's no, there's no rehabilitation without no, no, funding and without the, education. The, the, if the student mindset is, I don't care if the price is going up, I'm still buying alcohol, I'll just go without bread or I'll just go without other, another health product that I could be buying. I mean, that, that would sound alarm bells, No. Well, I mean, they're not all students um, drink every single day and spend all, but when you do, like it's me, for example, like when I was a student, I wouldn't be going out all the time drinking, but when I did, you know, I want like every, almost every student, like you all, you've all had your college years, like you go out with your friends, you don't want to be the only one not going out because um, you can't drink. But like also at the same time, it's not necessarily for everyone that all their money goes on drinks. You know, the, we have sky high rock and rents every single year yeah. bills and as you said it's hard for people to get part time jobs um, and the pubs are closed a as well like what 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 is, what is there for students you know okay like Eamon and Kildare routine. Eamon and Kildare text the program to say not sure how the student squares the argument against minimum unit pricing by cutting back on drinking students will have more money for those high rents and antigen tests and food etc that she claims students can barely afford it's a win-win says Eamon Mick says Tell the students to get real. This is not a tax. Check the facts. As a nation, we cannot handle the alcohol. Also, we spend billions on drink-related effects on the Irish people through the health service. Um, and one more, minimum pricing is not the answer, says this listener. Education uh, is the key. And uh, maybe, maybe um, more education is the way forward. Who knows? But it's starting tomorrow. Minimum unit pricing on alcohol, it kicks in tomorrow. Thank you very much indeed, a very uh, informative uh, chat. Eunan McKinney, Head of Communications and Advocacy uh, from Alcohol Action Ireland and Roshi Nick Lachlan from uh, the Students' Union, the President of NUI Students' Union in Galway.